0: We have both paid and unpaid partnerships. There is a lot of success in an unpaid partnership where it is literally just sharing of content, sharing of email, sharing of social media posts, the webinars that I mentioned. Other than the team's time and the effort there, it's a zero cost marketing initiative and you can't beat that.
1: Welcome to One Next Step, the most practical business podcast in the world. You're now one simple tip, practical tool, and small step away from growing your business. One Next Step is brought to you by Belay, the incredible 100% remote organization revolutionizing productivity with virtual assistants, bookkeepers, and social media managers. Accomplish more, juggle less. Modern staffing from Belay. And now to your hosts. Welcome to One Next Step, the practical business podcast that helps you run your business so it stops running you. I'm Ryan, and today I'm talking with my counterpart and Belay's marketing manager, Ashley Webb. Ashley has an incredible mind for marketing, and she's going to talk with us about scaling your business using partnerships and affiliates. We'll chat about how to leverage and identify potential partners and affiliates, what benefits they offer, some potential challenges you might run across, and a lot more. Before we get started, let's talk about Belay. As a business owner, you eventually realize you can't do everything yourself, but hiring is complicated. And what if you only need part-time help? Your job is to be the visionary, but instead, you spend countless hours on tasks that could be done easily and arguably better by someone else. That's where Belay can help with modern staffing, offering virtual assistants, bookkeepers, website specialists, and social media managers. Accomplish more, juggle less. Modern staffing from Belay. Let's jump in to today's conversation. (laughs) Ashley, I'm so excited to talk to you today on the podcast.
0: Thank you. I'm excited to be here and talk to you.
1: Yeah, it's going to be an awesome conversation. Before we jump in, I guess I'd just love to hear a little bit about your career and your journey here at Belay and kind of how you've gotten into the role you're in now.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So, I actually started with ballet as a VA way back in the day. Um, I had just uh, become a second-time mom and was looking for something to do. And someone introduced me at the time. It was EA Help. Someone introduced me and said, hey, look, you can work from home and set your own hours. And um, I thought that was too good to be true, but then it, it wasn't. Shortly after that, I then took on a full-time role at Belay and joined their corporate team as a client success consultant, Um, but my background was in marketing, so I was patiently sitting in that seat, uh, constantly bugging um, my now boss, Amy, to let me join her marketing team, and she just told me to be patient that eventually it would happen, Um, and it did. She actually called me with a role that they were creating to lead the partnerships um, at Belay. And that was actually even more my sweet spot in marketing. Um, so I, of course, quickly said, yes, join the marketing team. Uh, been on the marketing team now for over three years and now serve as the marketing manager. So it's been a very, very fun ride.
1: I really do think a huge part of the success of Belay over the last few years is because of your kind of efforts around partnerships and affiliates and how we can do that. And so I'm really excited to talk about that today. But before we really dive into that, I think I'd just love to hear, like, what's one of your favorite stories or favorite experiences because of the way that we've engaged with like affiliates and partnerships?
0: Uh, there's a lot. The the fun thing with partnerships is you get a lot of opportunities to meet. Um, so really great and cool people. And my favorite experience, hands down, has definitely been uh, we were at a Entre Leadership Event in San Diego. And this was kind of uh, we called it our ballet tour. I had just started on the marketing team and we had three back-to-back events. I went from Charleston to San Diego to Nashville all within 10 days. And while I was in San Diego, the last day, Peyton Manning was one of the speakers at Entra Leadership. Um, I'm a Tennessee girl, go Vols, huge Peyton fan. And they were doing a meet and greet with Peyton at the end of his session. And my flight was actually at like three o'clock And so there was no way the meet and greet was going to happen for me. And our co-founders, Brian and Shannon, surprised me as I was literally going down the escalator. And they said, hey, come back up here. We've got a quick surprise for you. And I got to meet Peyton Manning. And it was seriously the coolest thing. Definitely something on my bucket list, a, a memory that I'll never forget. I was definitely starstruck. Um, don't even remember what I said to him other than I'm pretty sure I said Rocky Top or Go Balls when I was walking up to shake his hand. But um that's just one of the many things that's so cool about partnerships. You just never you never know who you're gonna meet. It could be Peyton Manning. who knows?
1: You know, some days at work are better than others. And I imagine that was one of the you know, best days.
0: That was one of the best days. Absolutely. That doesn't happen every day, but I'll take it.
1: That's awesome. Well, I know I'm not quite Peyton Manning, but I think we're going to have a great conversation today. So
0: yeah. Hey, it's close.
1: Yeah, you know, I don't think that's true, but <laughs> well, I'll take it. So, hey, let's dive in. Uh, what would you say is like the primary reason for leveraging partnerships and affiliates as a strategy?
0: Yeah. You know, there's there's a couple of things. First being that you're you're expanding your reach, you're expanding your audience um, when you're finding the right partners you are reaching a whole new audience, you're tapping into their audience. And the great thing about it is, is it's typically a low cost effort. It's a way that you can build trust within someone else's audience very quickly. They have trust in that partner. So when they see that partner endorsing another brand, another organization, the trust is built so much uh, quicker that it then just the ripple effect that can happen through the sales cycle, a lot of times it's faster because they already have the trust in you because of the partnership of which they heard about you through.
1: Yeah, from a brand standpoint, you get to t- basically absorb some of their brand equity uh, and like brand allegiance kind of from a side by side. I think that that's huge. How would you define the difference between a partnership and an affiliate kind of opportunity for, for a marketing strategy?
0: Yeah. You know, I think so many organizations define them a little differently. So I'll kind of lean into how we define them here at Belay. An affiliate is a type of partnership, but we look at our affiliates as just a little more transactional. They really are just on the other side. All they really are maybe looking for is that kickback of the sale. So it's more transactional. It's really just referral based. It's a little less less nurturing, less effort on our end. They just know that they have people that they can send to us and, and we appreciate those affiliates. The way that we define a partnership is really more on the strategic side. So those are the partners that we are creating kind of a long-term strategy with, whether it's for an entire year, six months. We're doing different types of initiatives with them. Uh, we're looking to nurture that partnership, to grow that partnership, it's bigger. It's bigger for the marketing team. It's typically bigger on the other side too. It's bigger for that partner as well. So it is a higher effort, more involved, um, more opportunities, a lot of collaboration. I mean, our best partnerships are the ones that are open to just brainstorming with us on how we can partner. No partnership is a one size fits all. Uh, we look at all of our partnerships different, and we find what is going to be the win on both sides, and those are the ones that are the most successful.
1: So Ashley, how do you identify companies who are great potential partners and affiliates for our business here at Belay?
0: Yeah, we're looking for partners that have brand loyalty, audience loyalty. It is not the size of their audience that we're looking at. We're looking for opportunities with our partners who might have a smaller audience, but their audience is loyal. They trust them. They do what they recommend or what they say. And those are the ones that we go after. Um, So we're definitely looking for that. We're obviously looking for alignment in our audience. Is their audience who our target audience is? That's clearly the first thing. We love to work with partners that our values align. I mean, you wanna create synergy between your partnerships and there's nothing um, easier, uh, no easier way to do that and in, in seeing the alignment and your values or your mission. And we're looking for people who are open to collaborating. You know, I mentioned earlier, the most successful ones are the ones where they are they are kind of open-handed with what a partnership can look like. So it's really those partnerships that they want to try new things with us. And um, I think if you hit all of those buckets for us, we're coming after you. We're, we're going to try to figure out how we can partner with you.
1: I think I'm realizing in this moment how many things I've bought just because someone I liked recommended it. And I was totally uh, taken advantage of in that way. Uh, or they introduced me to a great product. Most of the times I love it. So like it's, it's a win-win, right?
0: Yeah, 100%.
1: So what kind of benefits do we offer to the partners and affiliates that we work with? Like, what's in it for them?
0: Yeah. you know, I think it depends. It goes back to the partnerships aren't a one-size-fits-all. We don't have. Some companies do. And again, I think it's what works best for your organization. Um, We try to find out what the win is for them. So that's one of our first conversations with them is how can we support them? What would be the win for them? We have ideas that we bring to the table, you know, the the standard, hey, we'll send out emails and promoting your service. We'll, you know, do some social media shares. We're open to co-hosting a webinar. If we're in the same area, can we co-host a lunch and learn an event together? You know, different things like that. But really, it's What are their ideas? It's listening to to them and figuring out what their win is. A lot of times it's partnering with them when they have a new initiative. So how can we support that to help them with that launch? A lot of times I feel like that's a huge win for a partner is knowing that they've got that kind of team of partners that they can lean on for a new launch of something, for a new initiative, for new brand messaging, whatever it might be they've got their partners that they can call and say, hey, look, we know that y'all are our partners. We trust y'all. How can we partner together on this? And y'all help us get the word out for it. Um, and then our hopes is that they, of course, reciprocate, which is it goes into just kind of how we how we nurture those relationships. And it's, a, it's definitely a win-win on both sides.
1: Yeah, I would say for our marketing team, we just recently kind of signed a deal with a partnership that we've been dreaming about for a really long time. And one of the reasons it was so beneficial for them at this point in time, which we kind of knew but didn't fully understand was because they're kind of going through a repositioning of their brand. And so they're more open to that. And so it kind of was a right time, right place. But it was also something that we've pursued for a really long time and understood like when the right moment was. And I feel like that's the thing that you've led through really, really successfully. Not only is it Kind of figuring out how do we create these kind of symbiotic relationships where there's, you know, value on both sides. But it's also like having a long-term target list that then you can kind of pick your moment.
0: Yeah. Uh, We always have a pipeline. I mean, uh, we've got an incredible partnership team at Belay, and we always have a pipeline. We call it our wish list where we are constantly looking and vetting for who is our next partner, uh, big or small. And we also don't give up when we get a no. A lot of times you get a no because maybe the opportunity has never done a strategic partnership and they don't know what it could look like. They're fearful that maybe it's going to be a lot of work on their end um, or they just don't know where to start. So those are the those are actually our favorite because then we really get to work together as two organizations to shape the partnership into what we both envision it being. But we definitely don't stop at no. We we keep them on our list and we take that as a not right now. And then our partnership team is following up with them, you know, whether it's three months, six months or a year and saying, hey, are you ready now? Can we talk? We really feel like there's synergy between our audience and this really could be a win for both of us.
1: From like a really tactical standpoint, like what is the financial comparison, like the cost of acquisition, for like a partnership versus other more traditional kind of marketing efforts, like for our business, I know it's something we do a lot of. Yeah, is why is that? It does it have a financial benefit as well?
0: A hundred percent. I mean, for us, it's our lowest cost acquisition. We have been doing partnerships since Belay started. Um, I believe that partnerships has been the backbone of Belay's growth finding the right partnerships and really leveraging those. And still to this day, when you look at all of our marketing efforts, our partnerships have the lowest cost of acquisition. I think that will continue not only for Belay, but also in other organizations as paid ads get more and more competitive, which means they get more and more expensive. But also, too, I mean, the ad market is oversaturated. We are overstimulated with ads to the point that as a consumer, even someone being in marketing, I hate to admit it, I find ways to turn off ads any possibility I can, right? Like we all pay the extra five dollars to have Hulu with no ads, to have YouTube premium with no ads. Um, so I think now more than ever, organizations are having to get innovative to figure out how to get their brand in front of potential consumers. And partnerships is a way to do that.
1: Yeah, I I think it's probably, and you, you correct me if I'm wrong, it's probably higher effort for our marketing team because there's no, as you've already said, there's no one size fits all, but the payoff is so much higher. And so like yeah. y- it, you can find those so really unique opportunities to figure out how to position your brand differently.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And it's the... It is a higher effort on the team. I think though you get into somewhat of a rhythm of learning what works for you as an organization um, that you can execute a little faster as a marketing team. But definitely at the beginning of any partnership, um, it is a heavier lift, but it is a lower cost, and I think the the benefits of the faster close rate, the the trust that they have already in our brand when they make it to our sales team. Also, too, they make our longest customers. The customer retention is higher from people that come to us from our partnerships. And I think that goes back to the trust. They have trusted the person or the organization that they have heard about us through. They trust the process. They trust us. um, And right out of the gate, they're they're making better customers for us.
1: Lower cost of acquisition, higher long-term value. It really is. It's it's high effort, but it, the payoff is so much better than pretty much every other channel. It's really the best opportunity, especially in the current marketing market, to really kind of further your kind of reach into the the right customers, not just, you know, all customers.
0: Yeah. I mean, you can get so targeted with your partnerships. Again, going back to the not saying they don't work, but your your standard ads, let's use on social media, for example. Social media platforms are getting harder and harder with the way that you can create your audiences and your targeting. They're making it harder for us to truly reach the people that we want to reach. We're in partnerships. I mean, you are handpicking the audience that you are trying to reach. I mean, there's no easier way Than to say, nope, that's our audience right there. That's who we need to partner with. 99.9% of their audience is our target audience. You can't do that anywhere else but in partnerships.
1: Yeah. And with so many of these kind of tribes or kind of, you know, personality circles, there's just so much trust that like the minute they say something, it just, you don't have to convince them the whole way. Now, but to be clear, we still do. Google, we still do, you know, social ads. It's kind of a whole approach. But we know that the partnerships really are like the sweet spot for us.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, this is partnerships is something you fit into your marketing strategy. It is not something, you know, in my opinion, that it's, all right, cool. I'm going to do partnerships and that's it. You you definitely, you need the supporting pieces of your marketing strategy with Partnerships. We look at partnerships as one of our big rocks in our marketing strategy. Um, And we use those partnerships in other ways throughout our strategy. I mean, one example is on social media. We use our partnerships in our organic social media strategy. We are leveraging those partnerships there. So it just kind of shows those partnerships play a role into everything else that you are doing in marketing. I mean, even on Google, Believe it or not, consumers don't always do what we want them to do as marketers. So they might hear about us through a partner, but they didn't use the partner's link or they didn't do what we wanted them to through that partnership initiative. So guess what? They go to Google and they Google you and you need to be at the top of that search when they go and Google you. And especially they might not remember the name. We've all been there, right? You've heard through a influencer that you follow or another brand that you follow, you hear of a product or a service that you need, but you can't remember the name. So what do you do? You go to Google and you search what you can remember, which is why it's so important for us to stay in the top of searches for all of our service lines, because we know that there is an indirect tie with our partnerships there, um, with people going and, and trying to find who was it that they were talking about. I know it was virtual assistant, or I know it was some sort of remote bookkeeping, uh, but they don't remember our name, or it was, you know, a quick mention. So it just shows that, you know, it's important, all of those marketing strategies all tie back together.
1: Now, this may be giving away one of our trade secrets, Ashley, and we can cut this out afterwards if we need to. But recently we kind of ran a new set of ads that was directly tied into partnerships when it comes to the way that we play with podcasts. And even our kind of our vendor that does some paid ads actually thought we were making kind of an unwise decision, but we immediately saw return. Would you like, would you share kind of our secret there? And once again, if 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 the bosses say we need to take this out, we will later. (laughs) But I think this might help people for real.
0: Yeah, it is. It's, it's a Belay secret, but we'll give it away. Uh, one thing that we do is anytime that a Belay team member is a guest on a podcast, we are using that to our advantage and running it as an ad. Um, typically, those podcast guest interviews are part of a partnership. So it's another way that we are leveraging that partnership and another piece of our marketing strategy. So if we've got Trisha, our CEO, who is going to be a guest on Michael Hyatt's podcast, uh, we're going to create that into an ad ourselves, and we are going to run it on all social platforms. We run the ad to go, though, to the episode page. We are not even bringing them to our own website. And that's where our paid agency kind of said... Uh, Wait, you do know that you're driving them to someone else's website, right? We're like, yeah, we know, but trust as it works. And it does. I mean, they because it is building that brand trust, the audience obviously trusts that podcast, trusts that host of that podcast, trusts that organization. And when they hear, oh, Belay was on there, well, then they've got to be great. I love so-and-so. So if they're going to have so-and-so on their podcast, they've got to be awesome, too. So again, it creates that indirect sense of trust where they then listen to our podcast and guess what? They then come to our website organically. We don't have to push them to our website through the ad. And it's amazing. We've got probably currently, we have six of those running right now. And some of them are oldies but goodies, we like to say, because they just work so well to bring in those qualified leads.
1: I mean, I believe one of them is like almost five years old.
0: Yeah, I think it's 2018. No, I think it's 2018 or 2019. And it's funny because our sales team will immediately reach out to me. Hey, are we doing something with this old podcast again? I'm like, yep, we're running ads to it again. And it's because people are referencing that podcast on those sales calls. um, And it never gets old.
1: Well, there you go. There is a like tangible next step for you to our listeners. Like, hey, there is something you can go do that no one else is doing. It's working for us. Um, Ashley, all right. So what are some of the challenges that you need to be prepared to navigate when developing and supporting partnerships and affiliates?
0: Yeah, um, I think the first thing I mentioned earlier, it's you're going to get a lot of no's. And that's just part of it. I think that's part of marketing in general. You're going to get no's, and that's okay. Stay persistent with them and... Uh, kind of always have that list of who who do you want to partner with. So that would be the first thing that always is a challenge. Second thing being that it takes time. It does not happen overnight. Uh, I wish I could say that it's one of those things you start a partnership and the next day you have a hundred qualified leads or a hundred new consumers. Um, but it takes time. Even though they have their audience does have trust in them as a person or an organization. We all know that as a consumer, you have to hear something multiple times before you actually take action. Um, And it's the same thing through a partnership. And um, we set the expectation there right out of the gate when we are starting a a new partnership that that you are not going to see growth um, immediately. And, and that's okay. That doesn't mean that it's not working. There are other ways to measure the success of a partnership right out of the gate instead of the immediate return on new, new consumers. Um, so I think those are the two biggest thing is be prepared to hear no and don't expect results overnight.
1: Uh, high effort, low cost, major return, but it requires patience. And depending on what your marketing strategy is, depending on how kind of you know, uh, determined you are to track your kind of ROIs and things, this can be hard sometimes. And we've invested a lot of time and resources into being able to track the kind of customer journey really well. But even then, you can't know everything. And uh, Chris Walker is one of those people. If that's something that interests you and you're trying to figure out how to navigate that, Chris Walker, we have had him on the podcast before, uh, has a lot of great content around how to you know, navigate that conversation and figure out where your values are. But I think for us, we've realized the long-term investment really does pay off and we should keep kind of keep looking for new opportunities there.
0: Yeah. I mean, we never, when we're looking at new partnerships, we're looking at a minimum of a six month effort, typically a year. We, and that's again, why we are constantly having a pipeline of new opportunities because they are long-term, you know, we're not looking for a partnership where, hey, we want to partner with you for one month on this initiative. Those aren't where we're going to see our efforts turn into a successful partnership. I mean, we we know right out of the gate, we at least need a commitment on both sides for a minimum of six months, if not longer. Most of our, our big partnerships that we have now they're going on years of partnerships. We have some that we have had around since Belay was founded, and we just find new and innovative ways every year on on different ways to get in front of their audience to where it doesn't feel like we're doing the same thing every single year with those partners too.
1: Ashley, in a kind of volatile economy like we're in right now, how do you feel like partnerships are kind of evolving or changing based on that kind of the the business landscape that we're kind of sitting in?
0: I mean, we've said this quite a few times. It's low cost. I think everyone is watching how they're spending their money. And this is a great way that if you are having to pull back, maybe in some of your paid marketing initiatives, to look at it as a new opportunity. We have both paid and unpaid partnerships. There is a lot of success in an unpaid partnership where it is literally just sharing of content, sharing of emails, sharing of social media posts, the webinars that I mentioned. Other than the team's time and the effort there, it's a zero cost marketing initiative, and you can't beat that. I mean, in my opinion, right now, as as a business, you know, unfortunately. A lot of companies, the first thing they do is is cut the marketing budget when spending is being decreased or or money is, is really being watched on where it is. I mean, sometimes it's because it can't. Marketing can be hard to show positive ROI all the time. Uh, but if you can really leverage partnerships, especially in, in the organic way, the unpaid partnerships, I mean, it, it's a no-brainer. It's a way to, to get ahead. And I think, too, on the flip side, it's also going back to that trust. Consumers are not spending money like they typically do. Um, I think we're all wondering, you know, what's next as far as the next the next thing going up cost-wise? Um, so I think, too, with those partnerships, if you are already establishing that level of trust, it's going to help in your sales journey, which, again, it's, it's low cost. It's a low-cost effort.
1: And the great thing about affiliates specifically is often it's it, it, you only give them money. There's only a return when you've had an acquisition of like a new customer. Yeah, And so it's like literally it's easy money to, to give away. It's easy money to spend when you, you know, it's guaranteed tied to an action.
0: Yeah. Hey, and, and who doesn't want extra money right now? So, I mean, we're using our affiliate program to to our advantage more than ever right now. Who doesn't want a little extra cash or, you know, whatever. It, for us, we have a, a, a payout amount that they get for every new um, new client of Belay. But I know organizations do gift cards. They, you know, have a set payout amount. You can get really creative with how you build out that affiliate program. But I think in today's economy, everyone is even more appreciative in some sort of extra incentive. And typically, it can also be a low effort on their side, too. So we do set our affiliates up with whatever they need to share about Belay. So we will provide them with social media images that they can use. We'll provide them with um, email copy if they want to mention us in their email newsletter. Um, We provide them with a a tracking link. We'll build out a customized landing page with their logo and our logo. So we also try to make it as easy as possible for our affiliates to talk about us to where they're literally, hopefully on their team, just plugging and playing what we're providing. And then the win for them is whatever the incentive is.
1: Yeah, and I just think, you know, our audience ranges from Nonprofit leaders to for profit leaders. I think there is application here for everybody. If you're in the nonprofit environment, it may not be a, a money payout, but there may be other incentives or other experiences or other kind of ways that you can kind of say thank you to donors or thank you to people who have brought new people into your tribe or into what you're doing. I think there's application here at kind of every level, no matter what type of organization you're in.
0: Oh, 100%. And I think that's the great thing about developing a partnership um, strategy, which would include affiliates into your marketing plan, because you're creating it. No one is necessarily telling you how or how not to do it. So you figure out what the win is, both on the how can we help you succeed, but also that incentive for the new customers what does that win look like? No one is dictating, uh, other than you as an organization, what that is. So you can get creative, and I've seen some pretty cool stuff out there. Um, you mentioned like experiences. That I've definitely seen that as a as a win. Is you know, hey, you send us five customers, and you'll get this experience. Um, and you know, if you're a local organization, you're you know, inviting, inviting all your affiliates to a luncheon. I mean, there's, there's all kinds of things that you can do that it doesn't always have to be a monetary payout either.
1: All right, Ashley, kind of wrapping this conversation up, and this has been so unbelievable. uh, What's just like one simple step that our listeners could do to kind of get started from a partnership or affiliate standpoint?
0: I would say to look within their circle there is one person within your circle, within your network, that could easily make a great partner. Don't reinvent the wheel. Find that that one person that is already either a believer in your brand. Maybe they're a customer. Some of our best partners come from current or previous Belay customers. So I would say to to look within your circle to identify uh, one or two potential partners and start there. Um, And then it's it's amazing the ripple effect that happens just from that.
1: That's amazing. Ashley, thank you so much for joining us today. This has been an amazing conversation with like tons of like practical next steps for any business to kind of take to kind of grow their business.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It's been fun.
1: Hey, this conversation has been so good that Ashley's actually going to hang around a little longer after the interview to answer one more question for us. And she's going to kind of talk about one thing she wishes she knew before starting to work with partners and affiliates. You're not going to want to miss that. To hear that clip, subscribe to our email list and we will send you a link to our bonus content or visit one next step podcast.com where you can find a link in our show notes what a fun conversation with ashley she's such a valuable asset to our company and i love working alongside her in the marketing department here at belay now today we have one next step for you to take head to the show notes page for today's episode's helpful resource and take the first next step towards elevating your business and thank you so much for tuning in for this week's one next step to make sure you never miss an episode subscribe on apple podcast or follow us on spotify and if you're ready to start accomplishing more and juggling less, go to BlaySolutions.com. Join us next time for more practical business tips and tools to help you advance your business one step at a time. For more episodes, show notes, and helpful resources, visit OneNextStepPodcast.com.